For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Jets have until Monday afternoon to file club-elected salary arbitration for Pierre-Luc Dubois. They chose not to do that. This leaves it to the Jets and the agent for, for Pierre-Luc Dubois to either work out a deal or trade him. To be honest, that kind of stuff loses me. Because I'm like, if you don't want to be here, there's the door. I would tell anybody that. I don't think any winning franchise would do that. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the RP Show here on Game Plus TV and uh, YouTube live streaming. It is your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. And we are coming to you live from the Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, Stage Bar specifically. It's our 16th week of residency here, and we'll be here till the end of the month. And before we before I go any further, I want to tell you right now, we're going to do more audience participation in today's show than we ever have and right away so just hang on coming up on the program today nhl alum turned tsn hockey analyst carlo koliakobo out of tsn tirana and sean simpson who is from the gola union tsn 1200 radio ottawa sean simpson let's bring in the co-host from the nhl's bermuda triangle darren moose dupont great hair where yeah, are you on that one, hair. guys? There we go. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> How you doing, Moose? Happy Wednesday. What's new in your part of the world? Yeah, happy Wednesday. Doing great. I just look outside to see if it's still raining. I don't know if you've seen any photos of all the flooding that's been going on uh, back in the sweatpants capital, but uh, we got a break for a minute, but I still have thunderstorm warnings on my phone. So we'll Hey, wait. I heard about it. I heard about it, and uh, my oh, farmland no. was... Uh, what I'm told, very grateful for the rain. And it came at a good time, just the right amount. So re- real nice, Clark. Okay, here's the audience participation. Before I get into the quick six show topics, I want to know what you want to talk about. And I want you from all across this country, all 10 Canadian provinces, the 31 U.S. states, get on the text line 902 with what you'd like to talk about with these couple things that I'm going to bring up here right now. You pick one. It's not our poll question, Teddy. You directly tell me, plus the YouTube, because I know a lot of our viewers, all things being equal, would love a lot more CFL talk. And I'm driving around Calgary. I'm listening to sports radio. It is 24-7 Johnny Gaudreau and Matthew Kachuk, and I get it, but I'm like, talk some CFL, please. I could see why this... Team, the Stampeders is losing some profile while this league is losing some profile in Canada because it's just nobody's not, not talking about them. 
and being in coming from Saskatchewan, you would find it very hard to believe that that would ever even be a thing. But it's a thing. And if you're losing that grip in places like Winnipeg, Edmonton, and Calgary, what the hang is going on in Montreal, Toronto, and Vancouver? So I'm opening up saying, do you want us to talk about the CFL? Because I got some delicious things here to get to in this warm-up. But also the hockey talk is out there. And, and right now, the Johnny Gaudreau has come out and penned an open letter to the city of Calgary and the Flames. And it dropped today on the Players' Tribune, the player-owned website, which Derek Jeter started. And we'll get into that. But you tell me right now what you'd like, and then I'll sort of delve into the start of the Quick Six show topics. But the second I strolled through the doors of the casino here at Grey Eagle, boom, that guys are on me. About Johnny Gaudreau, and where's Kachuk going? And as he played his last game, I, that is the vibe. Darren, so uh, like, uh, it would be kind of refreshing. I would think there would be some CFL fans in this country that would be saying, I'd, I'd rather talk about that because you're not hearing it anywhere else. What's on your radar? Yeah, we need a midweek break, Uncle, right, from all the, <laughs> from all the Gaudreau Kachuk stuff. But then you see the reports, and, and, and you saw with uh, Eric Francis going to ESPN, I believe it was in St. Louis, um, saying that Matthew Kachuk could be traded within the week. So now it's, you know, you, you almost can't go away because we've got to be on high alert because this trade could go down at any moment. But, uh, oh, like, yeah. you know, when you're in that stress induced and it's just like draining from your whole body, I feel like the city of Calgary just being drained after going 10 days of the stampede and then losing Gaudreau and now Kachuk might be gone. It's, it's insane. No, 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 no. I don't think you understand. They're hearty people out here. <laughs> they're in it to win it. They're not, they're not getting tired of it. I'm asking if the rest of the country is. But I put on Sports Center this morning, and they got Dave Poulin on there talking about the Flames, and they're still going to be good. I'm like, holy smokes. Holy smokes. And here's another one. Guy said to me today, ah, the Flames should start the rebuild now and suck it for Bedard. And... I'm, you're hearing Connor Bedard's name as much as, okay, well, what? I guess they want to talk hockey. That's what it is. Holy smokes. Jason and Red, your good morning sports fans and friends tuning in from sunny and warm. Red Deer, Alberta. My cousin Christine in Medicine Hat. Good morning. Still cleaning up the yard from the storm on Monday. Okay, well, I always zero around on this. Rod, that voice in my head, you and Darren talk about what you and Darren want to talk about. And everybody else will follow in line. And that's what we always do, and that's what's got us this far. So, Director Jordan, can you please hit the quick six show horn, please? <laughs> Thank you. I got thoughts on the Gaudreau letter and the potential Kachuk trade, but you're going to have to wait. Number one, we got to start with this. The Toronto Blue Jays ace Alec Manoa dominated on the mound and on the mic while pitching a scoreless second inning for the American League on Tuesday night at the Major League Baseball All-Star Game in L.A., Manoa provided plenty of entertainment as he struck out three hitters and hit one. The American League defeated the National League Stars 3-2 for the ninth straight time. In a game that featured five Blue Jays, Alejandro, Alejandro, Kirk, Santiago Espanol, Vladdy, Jordan Romano, and Alec Manoa. Okay, we can go back to sleeping on baseball until there's a pennant race for the Blue Jays. Okay? Okay. Point two. Canadian Football League, week seven. Let's talk about Canada's game of the week. It's our poll question today. And uh, this was a pretty easy one for me to vote on. Canada's game of the week in the Canadian Football League, so named 
But the RP Show, it's brought to you by Capital Auto Mall with dealerships all across the Canadian prairies and Universal Collision Center. Here are your games. Thursday, it's a doubleheader. Montreal at Ottawa. I don't even need to examine the storylines, do we? The Red Blacks still winless this year, 0-5 under Paul Lapolis. The Alouettes with their very cool owner, Gary Stern, trying to turn things around, get their first win under their new coach, Danny Machocha. And then later on, it's a real <laughs> cat fight. Tiger Cats at Lions. Hamilton at BC and BC Place. Friday night, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers at the Edmonton Elks. And then Saturday, Tirana at Saskatchewan. I'm voting for the Toronto at Saskatchewan game as Canada's game of the week. It's the rematch of the Touchdown Atlantic, the spitting controversy involving Duke Williams of the Riders, Shaq Richardson of the Argos. Will Cody Fajardo even play? The Riders haven't practiced yet. By the way, if some of my peeps in the rectangle are covering rider practice today, let us know if Fajardo even shows up. It's Toronto at Sask for me, Moose. How about you? Yeah, I'm trying to, you know, see what the best game is going to be. And that's probably it for me, too, just based on the storylines. We don't know the Riders' COVID situation, their quarterback. You know, what's, you know, um, can Toronto win another one? The Duke Williams situation. I think there's more storylines. I wanted to say Edmonton, Winnipeg. Because Edmonton got a win. And you can find out Taylor Cornelius and are these Elks, you know, really taking steps forward? Or is Winnipeg just going to squash them right back down to earth? But yeah, it's Saskatchewan, Toronto is probably the one. And it's, it feels like it's the prime time game. You know, all the games on NFL Sunday through the day and that one at night, it's the one at the end of the weekend. So uh, I'm excited for it. CFL fans, let's hear from you. Because as we open it up here uh, from our viewers, Darwin Moore says, Good morning from Winnipeg, Manitoba. How come Chevy... Hasn't done anything yet in free agency. And why is it taking the Pierre-Luc Dubois thing so long? Well, these are all legal matters and so forth. And I'll come back on that. Um, Randy in Winnipeg says Chevy's having a long nap. (laughs) From Phyllis in Winnipeg, she says Calgary Flames need to make a big signing to quiet things down. How about Sam Steele? We were talking about that earlier in our pre-show meeting. The Flames could probably get Sam Steele for a bargain. He's from Sherwood Park, Alberta. And let's be honest, okay, okay, this is what they want to talk about, so let's get down to it. The Winnipeg Jets, the second I looked at the roster a couple years ago, when I decided I was going to get far more into hockey once I left the CFL, I'm like, far too many Americans and Europeans here. Sorry. But that's not those players' fault. In the first round, they had the opportunity to take Seth Jarvis, the local star from Winnipeg, who plays for the Portland Winterhawks. But no, they take Cole Perfetti, Mum's Spaghetti. They always, you want to know why they haven't been active in free agency? Nobody wants to go to Winnipeg. Hasn't anybody told you that? I'm sorry. It's the truth business that we're in. So draft the local player. Seth Jarvis probably dreamt of playing for the Jets as a little kid, but you don't draft him. I don't understand why. You want to go one step further? I'm talking with that security guy at the front. You know him, Darren. We talked about the 89 Flames, and I brought it up again yesterday. I'm going to bring it up again today until somebody tells me that why this won't work. Landy McDonald, Hannah Alberta, Tim Hunter, Calgary, Alberta, Mike Vernon, 
Calgary, Alberta. And as this guy said, how about all the guys that played on the team that aren't from here but stayed? Joe Newendike, Newmarket, Ontario. Jamie McCown, Hamilton, Ontario. Local guys that want to be here. Why is that not a thing anymore? Because I'm seeing what the city's going through, racked with anxiety over these players leaving because they're Americans and don't want to play here, play here. And I say, why did you draft them in the first place? Yeah, they're great players, 100-point guys. Imagine if they actually wanted to be here, how many points that I had, Moose. How about that? I don't get it. How is local players not a thing? Yeah, you look at Winnipeg and, and it's well known that, you know, they're not a top destination for free agents. And it reminds me of like a little hole in the wall Chinese food restaurant. OK, stick with me. You know, nothing fancy on the outside. You, you drive by, you walk by. It, it doesn't give you any idea that it's going to be great when you get in. But when you get inside, it's cozy. The people are friendly. The the food is delicious and it's your place. And then you keep coming back. That's where Winnipeg's at. I don't know if Calgary's there yet either, but they need to get players in through the draft. And then you've got three, four, five, six, seven years to show them how great it is. And in Winnipeg, the fans are great. The building's great. The organization's great. There's a lot of great people in that city. It's a wonderful place. And once you get inside, that's their job, right? You draft them, and then you got to convince them how great it is so that they stay. Um, but right now, having trouble attracting free agents to want to go to that market. Uh, sure, maybe. We're trying to stay on tap here, but Vince in Winnipeg says Chevy's focused on Minnesota and created a group of players who would come to Winnipeg because it's close to home. Uh, maybe. And this is why I said, this is why I said I wanted viewer participation. And I'm like, I want to talk about the CFL. I'm not getting a tremendous pull from the viewers to talk about the CFL. That's just a fact. I'm watching the games. I'm a fan. But the NHL has just taken over. Roger Yee says, good morning from Katepwa. And he's a Calgary guy. And he says, Jordan Eberly is a Calgary kid too. Well, he is now. And uh, I happen to spend good time with Ebbs here in Calgary a few weeks ago. And to be honest, if his career ends in Seattle, and I'm not talking imminently, if he plays the next 10 years in Seattle, he's more than happy with that. He loves it. Not everybody wants to play at home. Some do, some don't. But again, I'm saying I don't know why you would draft Americans and then turn around and be worried about them leaving. I understand that they're the best players, and probably my phone will ring later today with some scout or GM from the NHL or WHL saying, here, Rod, this is why they do it this way. But nobody said it yet. I would be signing these guys in free agency, let alone drafting them. Because, again... With Johnny Gaudreau's letter today, it was nothing. I, you, uh, you didn't read it. You asked me what it's all about, and I said it was nowhere near as salacious as I thought. He seems like a really nice, cute little kid is exactly what he is. And he goes, I love Calgary. It's a hockey city. I loved my time there. But with my dad having a heart attack and we are having a baby, and with this is all because of family, we wanted to be closer to home. That's it. He goes, it wasn't culture of the team. It wasn't anything wrong with the city. I love the people. I love the team. It was all because of family, okay? And that actually swayed quite a few people. 
saying, okay, Johnny, we believe you. We love you. Good luck with your future endeavors. But he's still not here. (laughs) And you lost him for nothing. So I'm saying, I don't know why you wouldn't go after Sam Steele, because if you wanted to go visit family, it's two and a half hours up the road. He'd be back by supper time. I just understand why that is not a thing. Uh, Jack Fulton watching in Vulcan, Alberta. I apologize. I've got a little bit of G2G bar stuck in my throat. He says, that's okay, Calgary. The Stampeders are on the road to another potential Grey Cup championship. How about that? Ted in Red Deer says, isn't the game of the week whatever game your favorite team is playing? My game of the week is always the Ryder game. No, I can look at it unbiased and say this is the most exciting game with the biggest storylines and this week it happens to be Toronto at Sask. Speaking of Toronto, Troy Colmer's watching there and he says, I heard today that Charles Barkley may defect to the live tour as an announcer. Would that hiring influence anyone to tune in? I would check it out, but not sure Barkley would be a long-term draw. That's actually in my quick six. So when we come back, we're only like two points into the quick six show topics, by the way. We're going to play deal or no deal. We're going to talk about Hockey Canada. We're going to talk about live and a word on the Canadian Premier League. So don't go anywhere, folks. We're live from the Grey Eagle Resort and Casino Stage Bar. We're on Game Plus Television. Perhaps you're listening to the podcast because we're where all the best ones are found, including Amazon, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. All right, we are back live at uh, Great Eagle Resort and Casino, picking up where we left off, and let's bring in uh, Darren Moose Dupont. On the way today, our guests, both from TSN Radio, uh, TSN Toronto, Carlo Coliaco, Ottawa, Sean Simpson, TSN 1200. We will, I guess, swing back around to the CFL chatter in a moment, but fellas in Winnipeg regarding playing in these Canadian cities and so forth. Phyllis says, the demand for excellence is on a whole different scale for Canadian NHL hockey markets, especially the Habs and Leaf fans. Uh, there's, there, <laughs> there's no two ways about that. I don't understand. Would you not agree with this, Darren? Every person's different. To say a blanket statement that no Americans want to play in Canada probably isn't right. To say that you, some guys want to play in a hockey mad market, some guys don't want to play in a hockey mad market. It all comes down to a different. Some people don't want to play in Saskatchewan because it's so crazy and you can't get a moment's peace there as a rough rider. Some guys love it. It's an individual case by case thing. Would you not agree? A thousand percent. Some guys want to go for the football and the stadium and the fan base and that. Some guys want to go somewhere because of the city and the culture and the ability to get on the water and the ocean and that kind of thing. Like everybody's got a different reason for why they would go certain places. And then when you have a family and you get a little bit older and you have a family, they have a different set of things that they're looking for in a city and in a market and things like that. So um, yeah, there is no one size fits all here. Uh, Well, we look at our own situation, you know, for almost a half century, I stayed in Saskatchewan because I didn't quite get the offer that I was looking for. I got offers, but not, 
what I wanted, and I wanted to be around family. But now my family's grown, my parents are gone. I want to see what's out there. And I'm lucky that I'm in a business where I'm able to make that decision for myself. But I always wanted to be around family. That's me. But a lot of people in our business left right out of high school, never came back. And I respect that too. I guess we should probably just respect everybody else's decision to do what's best for them. Oh, can you believe that might be a thing? Uh, I got deal or no deal coming up. We already talked about this week's games in the Canadian Football League. Before this segment's up, we'll, we'll uh, put this to Darren, the betregal.ca betting lines, and we'll see whether he takes the uh, bet or not. But I'm just going to jump around. I want to get to the Hockey Canada thing here because everybody is talking about it. My phone is blowing up. This was the fifth point in my quick six. Point four was actually going to be Johnny Gaudreau's open letter to the city of Calgary. Point five, St. Louis Blues forwards Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo are the latest members of Canada's 2018 World Junior Hockey Team to state they had no involvement in an alleged sexual assault after a Hockey Canada gala to celebrate the team's gold medal. Hockey Canada has been under intense scrutiny since May when news broke that the organization quietly settled a lawsuit filed by a woman who alleges she was assaulted by eight unnamed players. Four other members of the team, Kale McCarr, Victor Mete, Connor Timmons, and Yona Gajevich, have also publicly stated they weren't involved. Make it five because Sam Steele's agent, Jerry Johansson, released that information, I guess, overnight, I think within the last 17 hours. So this latest investigation was opened up this week, and a lot of the investigative reporters like I say the information is changing almost hourly right are we going to be left in a situation here where the eight players that didn't release statements are the eight guys like I that's the way it looks right that's absolutely the way it looks and because of that I think we are going to know the identities or at least we're going to have a very a fairly certain idea of who the eight players are because you know we see it in our circles right when we're talking about players that haven't released uh, statements through their agencies or mm-hmm. or whatever it's like oh are they guilty oh are they guilty everybody will wonder if they were involved because they haven't released a statement doesn't mean that they are but we know the guys that that aren't guilty they're they're all jumping off the ship right so I think by process of elimination, we'll, we'll know fairly soon. Maybe, but even that isn't an open and shut case. And I'll be honest yeah. with you, I can't speak for a lot of these guys. I couldn't speak for Kale McCarr. I had a hockey friend in Manitoba before these guys started releasing their statements saying McCarr was on that team. And I'm like, well, he doesn't seem like the type, but I don't know. Sam Steele. I've known since he was 15 years of age. And this is why I'm sure the comments will go nuts here. Um, but I'm, I'm pretty confident in what I'm going to say. With Sam Steele, he is not the type of person that would put himself in a position like this, that would participate in this. That's exactly what his agent Jerry Johansson said yesterday. Sam is probably, as a guy who worked in junior hockey for 20 years, the most mature player that I've ever dealt with in my time in major junior hockey and that's just not him but the crappy thing is until he made his statement 
I just did a quick Twitter search, Sam Steele. Well, guess what, Darren? Here's what they're saying. Now you know why Anaheim didn't make him a qualifying offer. Now you know why nobody's signing him, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, and it's a little like that fun, yeah, like, because I know him personally. And I know, sometimes you just know, I know that he would not be part of something like this. But these idiots, jack wagons on Twitter, don't know him, and they're dragging his name through the mud. They forced, I guess, him into making a statement. And with regards to the fund, I don't want to say a whole lot about that because I don't know a whole lot about that, especially when the prime minister gets involved and he's making a statement yesterday and he's lashing out at Hockey Canada. I'm not a Trudeau fan in any way, shape, or form, so I don't put any stock in what he says about anything. But with regards to this fund, it just seems to me, it looks to me like the former Hockey Canada employee said they have this stabilization fund that goes back to 2015 to cover uninsured liability cases, which may include historic sexual abuse claims. Every, the media has made it look like, and the prime minister we got a slush fund here. If any of our kids get in trouble for sexual abuse, we can write a check and have them go away. That's not what my read of the situation was. It was for a series of uninsured liability, libelous situations or accusations or cases, not limited to sexual abuse. But that's the part that everybody heard. And so I'm not sitting here defending them because I don't know enough. But the second I heard it, I didn't run away like a team of horses like a lot of people are. That's my thought on that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I look at it the same way, right? The fund, I mean, while it includes that and that's the hot topic, people will say that's what it's for. And sure, in this case, that's exactly what it's for. But imagine if something wasn't handled properly at the World Juniors with all the COVID stipulations, right? And there was allegations that you need to have a fund ready for that. Imagine if something happens at any time with travel or with a, you know anything like that, you know, God forbid with the team. You got to, you got to fund for that. So um, we've seen situations like that. We'll wait and see where this goes. I don't think it's, you know, out of the ordinary to have a fund for liable situations like that. Um, But I mean, being used in this situation, I understand why people think this is what it's all about, but there's more to it than just sexual abuse. And that's my point. And I sit there and I look at Trudeau standing at the microphone in Vancouver yesterday. And he, did you see his comments? You must have. He's like, I had my son in hockey. And to think that his registration fees went to cover off incidents like this is unacceptable. I'm sure JT actually believes that. But I'm like, Justin, have you ever run a business, owned a business? Do you know the ins and outs of the insurance game? Like, this is a legal matter. (laughs) Insurance documents probably that thick regarding that fund. I've covered enough as I, that I want to about this. But I'm just saying people are running off and I think in some ways misinformed. But with regards to those players coming up with their statements, Jennifer at the Four Seasons Sports Palace is watching in the chat. She says, seems like it's already the process of elimination. I'm not going to argue with that. I'm not. Um, Jack in Vulcan, Alberta. Family. Rod, because of the RP show, you have new family. Love you, my friend. Love you too, Jack. Thank you. Phyllis, she says, I don't understand why we don't have more local players on these teams. I wish we did. 
And again, what do I know? I'm just some um, jack wagon yakking it up on the old yak box here. I've never been a general manager of a team. I'm just pointing out what I see. And I've been fortunate that I've been able to have face-to-face time with guys like John Paddock in the American Hockey League Hall of Fame, former flyer and Toronto defenseman. And I said, hey, how come you don't have any local kids on the Pats? I don't like that. And he's like, I don't care where they're from. I just want to win. And they did win. They went to the league finals. So I'm like, I'll shut up now. (laughs) He's done a great job. (laughs) I think that one kid, Clark, who was the kid? Number 13, Riley Woods. Does that sound right? One kid. But he was on the Pats, is my point, at the start of the year. Yes. So as long as you win, you shouldn't care. But I just, again, I go back to these Alberta teams. And it's not just a flame thing. I said with the Oilers, um, Messier's from Edmonton. Grant Fuhr's from the area. Where was Kirk McLean from? Someone went, I feel like he is a Vancouver guy playing for the Canucks. I don't know. It should be a priority to me. Uh, Trent Bruner in Tirana, he's, or sorry, in Norway. He says, great rant on Hockey Canada without it being a rant. Well discussed and presented. Well, thank you, uh, Trent. I appreciate that. I am, that's just what was rattling around in my cranium about all of this. Just people are running off as usual without all the information, including the damn prime minister. Rod's rant, uh, by the way, for Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, the preferred plumbing, heating, and cooling company of the RP Show. To schedule maintenance or to learn more about our services, call 306-781-2090 or visit us at broncoplumbing.com. As it turns out, more people would talk about the Hockey Canada scandal than the CFL, and I get it. My last point, renowned golf analyst David Faherty. Am I saying that right? Faherty? You know him. Is it Faherty? How do you say it? Faherty. And NBC and NBC have parted ways. And according to sources, he is expected to join the Live Golf Tours broadcast. Faraday is expected to be an analyst for the 8 to 10 Live Golf tournaments each year. Live Golf had previously signed former NBC soccer broadcaster Arlo White as its host. The 63-year-old Faraday was part of NBC's coverage of the British Open over the weekend. Well, of course, I'm not surprised. I told you what those distiller liquor guys here in Calgary were saying on Sunday. They're like, your show is like the Live Golf of broadcasting. If people knew, we have people jumping all over themselves to come work and be on this show. That is a fact. The main the public doesn't see that, and I don't care. You and I see it. We're having so damn much fun doing whatever we want to do, which is exactly what Live Golf is doing. So if Charles Barkley goes over there, that wouldn't shock me either. Everybody wants to be part of this. Darren, your thoughts on this point six? They're having a lot of fun, Rod. And David, or David Faraday is one of the best golf analysts on the planet. He's, he's very good. He's got some color. He's got personality, as you say, schutzpah and pizzazz. We know Charles Barkley has all of that and then some. Unbelievable. And Arlo White, who, you know, I wouldn't have been able to pick out of a lineup, you know, four or five years ago. But Arlo White, if you remember, was the play-by-play voice in Ted Lasso. So he was on the mic. I'm Arlo White. You know, and we apologize for the salty language. Right. That's Arlo White. So you can go back and watch. He's calling golf now. So, I mean, I think it's entertaining. Yes. Well, I guess that's the point. The big corporate brands tend to suck the life and fun out of everything. And with us, 
and live. I just want to have fun. These guys just want to have fun. Girls just want to have fun. And everybody can see how much fun we're having. And now, they, now they're finally starting to get it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll be talking local players in the National Hockey League and pro sports and free agency and all the rest with Carlo Coliacomo next. I'll see you next hour, Moose. It's the RP Show. We're broadcasting live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. We're on the Game Plus television network, live, channel 924 in Alberta and BC. We're also live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Back live at Grey Eagle. Concert alert. Sorry. Well, concert there, but contest alert. Gear up, Alberta. The World Juniors are back in Edmonton this summer from August 9th to the 20th. Single game tickets are on sale right now at HockeyCanada.ca for as low as $40. Here's your chance to go for free. Text World Juniors right now. All caps. World Juniors to 902-518-3033 to be entered to win any regular tournament World Juniors game tickets of your choice. We'll be drawing two pairs on Friday. All right, we're pleased to be joined by NHL veteran from TSN Toronto Radio, Carlo Koliakovo, to talk about all things NHL, free agency, and so forth. Hey, Carlo, man, you're smiling. We'll follow in the story of your son, Leo, and uh, coming out in his cancer recovery, man. It seems like a pretty good week for the Koliakovo family. Yeah, it's been a good week, a good month, and a good year so far. Um, you know, a date that uh, we had circled on our calendar for almost three and a half years, and uh we're very grateful, very fortunate to hit this milestone in his uh, in his life, in his treatment process, and really grateful for all the the support and you know all the the, the friendships that that we've um, garnered along the way, and uh, couldn't be more thankful for everyone's help and uh, especially uh, you know the, the the support we gained around family and the hospitals and stuff like that. So um the messaging is the messaging has been overwhelming um and we're just really thankful to be at this point right now so thanks good to hear prayer works carlo i mean not like i don't know and we all don't know your hockey db but i looked it up again we're, we're talking about local players Gaudreau leaving here kachuk potentially leaving here both americans mm-hmm. you were a toronto kid drafted by the leafs debuted with the leafs why wouldn't every team draft local players if they could because here it just seemed like it was just a matter of time before these two left town well when you say why wouldn't every team draft them i mean that's the that's the reason why we have a draft right those players probably aren't available when it's your time to select um but clearly i think we're seeing a movement right now in hockey where there's a lot of players that are investing their futures into returning to play closer to home and how can you blame them um you know, I, I can't speak on behalf of any of those players that are involved in making those those decisions. But as a player like myself, who was lucky enough to start my career in the city that I grew up in and playing for the team that I grew up watching, uh, was a very fortunate experience for me and something that, um, you know, I really value as, as part of uh, something that has become a long-lasting memory for me and something that, I wish would have been a little different, to be honest with you. I wish I could have reversed, um, you know, where I played in Toronto in my career. Uh, maybe a, a place that I could have finished, 
near the end of my career because it seemed like near the end of my career they were a better team than when I started in the NHL. But uh, you know, it, it's it's hard to um, it, it's hard to explain you know the investment that goes into being a professional athlete um, because people just look at it as, as you know something that people and players or athletes enjoy doing just because it's a sport. Well, it's a full-time commitment. And not only is it a full-time commitment to, you know, to be the best player that you can in the sport, but it's a full-time commitment away from your family. And sometimes that's the most difficult part, especially when you're at a point in your career where you're starting your own family and all you want is is family to be around. So I respect it. Um, You know, I never judge guys for making their decisions when they choose family into making their decisions. But Maybe this is providing a different way um, or a different avenue of the way we look at players, um, you know, moving forward here and and how much to invest in their futures. Well, the Flames have kind of been dragged through the mud, and this week they've been largely pretty quiet, really, since Johnny left. They put out a thank you, Johnny, tweet, which I thought was really classy this week. Now it's all about Kachuk. But the fans are going nuts. For instance, Ben in the chat says, rest in peace, Calgary Flames. Can you please, unless you think they're going downhill, like I, I saw you on Sports Center, the clip they played. You got, they're yeah. still going to be good. They're a playoff team, Carlo. I mean, come on. Paul, Rod, it's it's hard to predict that, right? It, it, as on July twentieth, you know, without the season starting tomorrow, um, it's hard to predict where they're going to be because if you're talking about a team that most people predicted when the playoffs started that was going to make a Stanley Cup run to six weeks later losing a Hart Trophy candidate in in Johnny Goudreau and their next best player, Matthew Kachuk. Yeah, I think you're going to look at a significant drop-off here. Um, I think the the positives that you can focus on here for the Calgary Flames and their fans is they still got one of the best goaltenders in the league and they still got one of the best coaches in the league. And those are two things that can help rally a team situation. I think losing Johnny Gaudreau for nothing definitely hurts because there is no replacing him in the, in the UFA market, but you can definitely not lose a guy like Matthew Kachuk for nothing. And I don't know how this situation plays out, but based on some of the speculation we're hearing right now about his future, it doesn't sound very promising. It doesn't sound like he's a guy that wants to invest in their, in their long term. And I think that's the tough decision that Calgary has to make right now is What's in the best interest for the team moving forward, not just for next year, but for years down the road, because you can't lose both of those guys for nothing. You have to bring back something of added value that keeps you competitive. Troy Colmer in Toronto watching. He says, I listen to Carlo and AK on TSN 1050 every day on my way to work. Great talent and is very knowledgeable about all sports, not just hockey. I appreciate all his work in the media. I guess Thank we have two you. minutes left Thank here. You. Carlo, <laughs> who, who is the most coveted free agent in your mind right now that's left out there? Well, I think Nazem Kadri is a surprising name to me. I mean, the fact that we're a week removed from free agency and he's the guy everybody, you know, grew to love in the playoffs because of how heroic he played coming back from an injury that nobody expected him to come back from. And, you know, being removed from Toronto where, you know, the comment of, of him telling everybody to kiss his you-know-what in his post-game Stanley Cup celebration speech, um, you know, there was a lot of question marks around the trust that Nazem Kadri sort of lost with the organizations he was playing with. I mean, twice with Toronto, once with Colorado. And it's great to see him go out 
as a champion. And to sit here a week later and still not see him find a spot on a team, I don't think it's because nobody wants him. It's just maybe there was a misjudgment here on, on the market and what teams potentially had the room to fit him. And I think right now he's evaluating his options and maybe not too thrilled about the options that are available. And I think he's ultimately him and his agent are trying to find a way to go back to Colorado because ultimately I think that's the best place for him to be. Another intriguing name is John Klingberg. You know, this guy can, can help reshape any team's goals on defense because of how he can produce from the back end. So I know those are the big market guys going into free agency, but the fact that a week into free agency, they're still available. I think those guys can change you know, any team that they land on and the projections of where those teams may see themselves from now and and to the, to the time when they do add one of those players and how much better they can improve their team. Carlo, a wonderful visit, a wonderful update. Again, congrats on uh, the journey with Leo. I'm glad to hear where it's going, and I smile every time I see you on SportsCenter, my friend. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of summer. <laughs> thanks, Ron. I always smile coming on this show. Great to see you again, and thanks for having me. Thank you, pal. Carlo Koliakovo of TSN 1050 Tirana. Sports update next. Taco time viewer takeover as well. We're live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino on the Game Plus Television Network. We're also live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Sports update time. The reviews were mostly negative for the second straight year on uh, Tuesday night's Major League Baseball All-Star uniforms. The AL, which won for the ninth straight time, wore dark gray uniforms that blended into the plate umpire's black shirt and dark gray pants. (laughs) The NL, NL wore all white uniforms. Both had gold lettering. Fans were extremely critical on social media with atrocious, a frequent critique. Two years ago, we're fighting our way through a pandemic, and now they're bitching about that. Sports update, by the way, is for Edo Japan. The head of the Baseball Players Association is worried about the sport's increased commercial deals with sports gambling companies. Union executive Tony Clark said the sport is entering a delicate and dangerous world as it pertains to gambling. A BetMGM retail sports book opened this year at Nationals Park in Washington, D.C., and DraftKings is building a sports book scheduled to open next year at the southeast corner of Wrigley Field in Chicago. Clark said bookhouses are already starting to follow players closely on social media. Tony Clark, don't know what he's talking about. Union executive, Major League Baseball, Tony Clark. Uh, Where would baseball be without beer sponsorship? Let's eliminate that and all the bars in the stadiums, too. Nine out of ten people can handle alcohol responsibly, just like nine out of people can handle gambling responsibly. Tony, you're supposed to be benefiting the players and making them more money. Smarten up. There will be a rare doubleheader when the CFL kicks off week seven of its regular season Thursday night. The Montreal Alouettes will be in Ottawa to face the still winless Red Blacks in the early game, while the one and four Hamilton Tiger Cats will be in Vancouver to play the three and one BC Lions in the later game. 
We'll play Deal or No Deal with Moose next hour. Coincidentally, for Bet Regal, talking about Week 7 in the CFL. This sports update for Edo Japan. Edo Japan's fast and friendly service plus online ordering options is easy and convenient when you're on the go. So, from the viewers, actually, the text line's open. And a flood of guys and gals entering the World Juniors contest, by the way, from all over Canada. But Ward in Winnipeg writes in and he says, Hi, guys. The Jets lost their identity and mojo when Dustin Bufflin walked away from the team. Go Bombers! That's from Ward, who clearly is watching on Game Plus Television in uh, Winnipeg. Well, here's the thing. How do you blame the Jets for that? How do you blame the Flames for Johnny Gaudreau walking because he because for family reasons, and maybe losing Kachuk for family reasons. And in the case of Buffalo, he wasn't drafted by the Jets, as you all know, won a Stanley Cup with the Chicago Blackhawks and then <clears throat> couldn't come back because of money. But, but again, how do you blame Chevy for that? When Ward says that, and if you line things up, and as Moose says, follow the breadcrumbs, everything turned when Buff pulled the pin. There's no doubt. Spit happens. Um, what are you guys talking about here in the chat? From Ryan in Toronto, he says, The inside scoop is so valuable. Gotta love the RP show, guests. Well, sometimes, you know, there's a lot of ways to skin a cat. Moose has one, hates when I say that, but I'm always going to say it. I would hope these general managers are on top of the local player thing, but not all of them share that philosophy. In Saskatchewan with the Rough Riders, the year we won the Grey Cup in 2013, I think we had 13 players from Saskatchewan on the team. It meant a lot. There's a lot on this year's team, but I don't think there's 13. The Argos that year had more. They had 16 players from the GTA. Not every GM even agrees with that. From Jennifer, what? Players want to be treated as people instead of just property now? How dare they? Last minute of play in hour one. Last minute of play. But that's the point. People have changed. Players have changed. Jennifer, the people where you work at the Four Seasons Sports Palace have changed. Working for your employer is no longer, Al Tour said it to me in the 90s. House. Coach and GM of the Moose Show Warriors. It used to be an honor to wear this jersey. Now it's an option. It's been going back 25 years. Are you adapting and rolling with it? Or are you staying stuck in the old way? And what way is that? Yeah, we will uh, get into this more next hour. Deal or no deal coming up. Sean Simpson from TSN 1200 Ottawa. And the Moose will be loose. We'll be right back after this break here on Game Plus TV. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.